Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Sunday, November the 24th, 2013. This is episode number 156 of Purple Mafia. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Either way, you can call me. Is fine. Yes, sir. Uh, we are ready to talk about a tie. That's right, a stalemate of sorts. The Vikings play to a tie against the Green Bay Packers. For the first time in just about 35 years. Just about 35 years. In fact, the last time it happened was November 26th, 1978. 35 years ago. And it was against the Green Bay Packers. Oh my god! Yeah, go figure. (laughs) Green Bay Packers and Vikings played to a tie. That's the last time it happened. And uh, Vikings and Packers tie again. Uh, Strange... Scenario going into the football game, of course. No Aaron Rodgers for the Green Day Packers. A broken collarbone, of course. I think I said dislocated shoulder one time, but yeah, no, that was obviously way off. It's a broken collarbone. Well, kind of off, right? No, more than off. Non-throwing arm, but of course, yeah, you don't want to put him out there with that. Broken bone like that and collarbone and all that good stuff. Uh, Christian Ponder, a guy who just keeps playing through injuries, you know, with his dislocated shoulder and his non-throwing arm. Uh, everybody's shocked and amazed, like, how the hell can you possibly put Christian Ponder back in there after the way he played against the Seattle Seahawks? But that's exactly what the Vikings did. That's exactly, oh, they're like, up, oh, Christian Ponder gives us the best chance to win. Uh, I guess, well, Jekyll and Hyde, I guess he was Dr. Jekyll again this week. Mr. Hyde, I'm sure, will return next week against the Bears, but uh, maybe not. He played okay against the Bears earlier this year in the Metrodome or Mall of America Field or whatever you want to call it. It'll be the last meeting of the Vikings and Bears in that building, which will be emotional for me. I've always liked Minnesota against Chicago in that building. We'll be talking about that in segment number two, of course. Segment number one, as per usual, game review. Yes, sir, all about Minnesota and Green Bay in this case. Second segment, as always, preview against the next week's opponent, in this case the Bears. That will go well with the NFC North Roundup, which also is in segment number two. And then a brief fan interaction in episode number three. I'm keeping that brief this week, of course. Um, Yeah, that's why I'm recording on Sunday night. Just want to get the show done. Uh, it's, I'm, uh, it's fresh on my mind still, ready to rock and roll. It's like, why not, you know? Get it out there when it's fresh. Of course, really, I've been working like a madman of late. Of course, worked a lot outside today again, but was able to catch the game. 
missed some parts here and there, but uh, the parts that I missed were fixed. I was able to uh, check that out, of course. Thank God to modern technology and all that good stuff. <laughs> That's how it goes, of course. Uh, yeah, just had to get the show up tonight. Not taking calls for this week's show, but in the future we'll resume normal activities. The phone number is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling into, which is, of course, the Purple Mafia show. It will be great to have you on once again on here. Of course, there will be the Facebook page and the Twitter account. It'll be brief, and that's fine with me at this point. I'm exhausted. Let's just say I'm very exhausted. But again, thank God for modern technology after the work was done to get caught up on the game and to see everything I needed to see in order to give you a good, legit product today. Of course, that's all up to you if you feel that way. Feel that it is. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings and the Packers. Not necessarily a good, legit product. In fact, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was actually thinking of sitting out this week. The numbers last week, like an all-time low pretty much. <laughs> I'm guessing the fan base just was like, bleep this. I'm done watching this garbage. Um, the numbers, I don't even want to say what it was. It's pretty embarrassing. It's bad. Bad. Yeah, bad. Um... So I was thinking about sitting out, the busy schedule and all that stuff, but the fact that Matt Flynn came in the game and led the Vikings, led the Packers back in this one to a tie. The Vikings were actually going to win this game the way it was headed. But uh, when you get an event that hasn't occurred in 35 years, I better get on. And it happens to be the Vikings again, or Packers, of course. I, I better get on. So that's why I'm here today. Thanks a lot, Matt Flynn. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's fun. It's cool to get on here. I love doing this show as hard as it can be at times. But, um, yeah, that's about all there is to it in that conversation for the time being. So, yeah, of course Ponder had a... Uh, of course, after a terrible game, Ponder has another quote-unquote good game. How ironic. How ironic indeed. You know, it's just like, uh, whatever. It's just like the tease is on... <laughs> The tease is on. <laughs> Just to, to coin a, the uh, the old song, The Heat is On, like the Miami Heat like to play. Song from the 1980s, of course. The, the best decade ever. Uh, yeah, The Tease is On with Christian Ponder. Like always, you'll always have a cute little, throw in a cute little semi-good game. Um, not buying it. I'm sure Rick Spielman is, though, because that's his guy and We've been force-fed Christian Ponder all season, despite the fact the Vikings literally just threw away $2 million on Josh Freeman. That might be why they said, screw it, we'll give, uh, we'll up our ante for the stadium to a little bit over $500 million, which is, of course, a side note that's very important. I'll just say it now. Vikings up their ante for the stadium to about $503 million, I believe. It was about 477 before. That was the original agreement. So yeah, they figure, well, I guess if we can burn $2 million on Freeman, we can up the ante a bit to make sure this, this gets done correctly and all that good stuff. Yeah, we just give what we need to give and, and to get the, the potential angry Minnesota media and Minnesota public off our backs because of that whole uh, uh, real estate fraud going on over in New Jersey that I pretty much didn't talk about on this show at all because it's just there's too much else to talk about at the time. And it's just, uh, to me, I just looked at it as, yeah, well, they're going to build the stadium anyway. So everybody wants to talk about they're not going to build it uh, because, oh, you know, this is going on. This could really throw a monkey wrench into the whole thing. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. You guys don't know how the world works. Some of you out there that may actually have believed that was going to screw up the whole stadium plan, you don't know how the world works, do you? <laughs> corruption or not, it's going to get done, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, in the ways of the corruption. I wish the corruption didn't exist, but, uh, guys, corruption exists. I'm sorry. I wish it didn't. I wish this was a clean thing. But, um, well, we live in a very corrupt world, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we do. I, uh, we'd all like to believe every business and every operation that's ever existed was uh, clean and honest, but unfortunately, very few are. Very few are, folks. Very few. Very few. <laughs> um, a guy that did have a nice little clean game after uh, getting, getting cut, <laughs> getting cut a couple of weeks back, returned uh, off of waivers and stuff, a guy by the name of Adi Cole, Went from being cut to starting at middle linebacker. Adi Cole started at middle linebacker and played pretty good. Uh, Aaron Henderson was unavailable due to personal reasons. Uh, that's about all there is to it. Who knows? Maybe it's just because he realizes how bad he stinks. No, I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. That's kind of mean to say. But uh, uh, I'm not, I haven't been impressed with Aaron Henderson at middle linebacker pretty much all year. Some people may disagree. Very few, though, I'm sure. Adi Cole looked pretty good tonight, to today, tonight, whatever it was. Uh, it was a, it was a nice little showing, and I think a lot of people were hoping there would be some type of change in the linebacker position. A guy like a Gerald Hodges would be nice to see. It would be, uh, yeah, guys like that. Adi Cole in there though got a sack today. Uh, Eleven solo tackles. Two assists. I mean, so basically that's 12 tackles total because it's a half a tackle or whatever. Uh, really strong game by Adi Cole. Very cool to see him out there. I'm sure they wanted to test him a bit, but he was all over the place. He did very, very well without a doubt. Brian Robinson also throwing in a sack this week. Strong performance by him as well. As always, really like Brian Robinson. And I know I'm not the only one. Uh, Chris Cook hurt in the game. He was thrown to quite a bit. Replaced by Marcus Sherrills, who committed a frustrating penalty at one point, but eh, I think I think some of us actually like Sherrills a little more than Cook. We certainly like him better than Josh Robinson, who just uh, is unwatchable, quite frankly. I can't even look at him. He just stinks. Kevin Williams deflected two passes in the game, three solo tackles. Strong game by him, without a doubt. Uh, Kevin Williams has been really good ever since he spoke out in the media which is something he just does not do. Some people would like to see Michael Motti in there at some point, too. For some reason, I get Audi Cole and Michael Motti mixed up. I guess it's the Audi Motti type of thing. <laughs> Michael Motti, three ACLs in college. Uh, awfully similar to Robbie Hummel of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who survived and uh, is playing um, semi-significant minutes at the Wolves. He's actually in the rotation, and that's tough to get into with, uh, with Rick Adelman. So, yeah, funny how... Each Minnesota team has a guy like that on the roster, and um, uh, yeah, ultimately it wasn't Hodges; it was Audi Cole that got the the start, and he did very well, very well. Nice, nice uh, showing for him. Xavier Rhodes seems to have progressed a bit this week. A improvement, showing signs of improvement. That is actually very cool to see. Uh, should mention, of course, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Cordero Patterson, a guy that we've all been dying to see play. 
uh, he has definitely got an increased role in the offense. Targeted 11 times today. 11 times. Made 8 catches. Some bad throws. A a drop at one point. Also by Cordero Patterson. A key drop. That was unfortunate. Not a dominant game, but not a bad game. 54 yards on 8 catches. Certainly not any type of dynamic performance. Though there really wasn't much of deep passes in this game. But then again, I guess when Matt Flynn came in, there were a few. James Jones with a 28-yard catch. Jared Boykin with a touchdown, 34 yards. And that one, Jordy Nelson with an also a 34-yard catch in the game. So there wasn't a lot of major bombs in the game. But at the same time, there were, Matt Flynn made things quite interesting out there, though. Without a doubt. Both kickers made all their kicks in the game. Extra points and field goals. That's great, I suppose. Blair Walsh. Nice performance by him. Without a doubt. But in a lot of ways, this was a good old-fashioned game on the ground. We'll get back to that very shortly. Because the story of the game is Matt Flynn. Without a doubt. A guy that was uh, let go by the Packers. They didn't want to... They, yeah, they're like, whatever. Uh, he's going to be a starter, I guess. He's He played really well in relief of Aaron Rodgers at one point. And he was very good indeed. Had some strong training camps as well that year. Went from a seventh-round pick to an immediate backup to Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people saw him as a, like a third, third stringer. Then looked really good. Goes to Seattle. They need a quarterback with their new coach and all that stuff. Matt Flynn to Seattle. Here we go, boy. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a nice little excitement for him. But then a former Badger, of course, we all know who that is. <laughs> oh boy, Mm-mm-mm. what a run for for the for oh, I mean, what a what a journey it's been for Matt Flynn there. It's uh, it's more like what what can you say? Matt Flynn goes to Oakland, doesn't doesn't work out, loses the starting job out as well to Pryor over there and then Buffalo can't win the starting job either Geno Smith excuse me I'm getting everybody mixed up here Manuel gosh dang it Manuel and Smith I don't know why but yeah Manuel winning the job there no uh, Matt Flynn in Buffalo so Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and it's like okay Packers need to call Matt Flynn they really do they finally did Uh, I was like Scott Tolzien why isn't it Matt Flynn and then Tolzien has starts off pretty poorly against the Vikings. Matt Flynn goes in and is uh, pretty darn good. Not amazing. The accuracy, not quite quite what you'd like. But uh, <laughs> the dynamic ability was there. Uh, if there's one team Matt Flynn can play for, it's the Green Bay Packers. Apparently not anybody else. So, Matt Flynn, you found a home back in Green Bay. Good for you, right? Good for you indeed. <laughs> And, of course, the quarterback in Seattle's Russell Wilson. I'm just going crazy. Didn't have to look it up. I just kept talking, and it came back to me. Uh, why would I have to look that up, right? It's like, it's going to come back. I'm just, uh, suffice to say, I'm exhausted, guys, and I apologize. But I'm giving you everything I got. Everything I got, guys. The Vikings gave everything they got They got as well. And so did the Packers. <laughs> oh, two eight and one on the year, five five and one. Looks like a hockey uh, record, doesn't it? Look like a bad hockey team. Or two eight and one. We had a we had a shootout loss. Now that there's no such thing as a tie in hockey anymore. Uh, okay. I don't think either one of these teams is going to make the playoffs. By the way, obviously Minnesota's not going. We all know that. Uh, Tampa Bay won. Yeah. <laughs> draft draft watch. 
<laughs> the Vikings trying to be draft dodgers today. I was, I was thinking of calling the title of the show that, but it's definitely a stalemate, without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> draft dodgers, how about that? That would have been kind of a funny name. But, um, no, <laughs> excuse me. They weren't draft dodgers, but at the same time, they're not tanking either. They played strong today, I suppose. They did what they could with what they have. The Packers did what they could with what they have. In fact, the Vikings almost won this game if it wasn't for Matt Flynn. Very crazy indeed. But uh, uh, let's get on to the next topic here. Uh, it was a entertaining game. Obviously, there was the tie. They tied the, the score up, Matt Flynn, because the Vikings' defense just kind of, as usual, forgot how to play when, when it needed to. And Matt Flynn more, more or less just overachieved. Packers trade two field goals in overtime. You got to like that. Of course, the new rule is after the infamous uh, New Orleans Saints loss. Of course, we all know what happened there. NFC Championship game. The Saints go on to the Super Bowl. Vikings never see the ball because it's stupid coin toss. No longer does a coin toss pretty much ultimately give the other team a massive advantage. Unless, of course, they score a touchdown. But um, Packers didn't score a touchdown. They kick a field goal. They're forced to go with it. They figure, ah. Oh, Ah, Vikings offense is weak. They won't get it done. But Ponder and Co. clutch enough to lead to a field goal. And then after that, nobody's doing anything. And, um, well, the offenses went to sleep. The defenses woke up. And it's it's a tie. Yeah, um, it's a tie. These happen like once every several years in the NFL. It's uh, uh, maybe not several years. Once every... Three to five years, I guess. I guess on average, something like that. And I guess we're the two teams that 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 did it this year. All right then. So, uh, in general, it was a great day on the ground for both teams. Adrian Peterson, 146 yards, a touchdown, his tenth of the year, 4.6 a carry. Gerhardt, yeah, Toby Gerhardt, 91 yards on the ground and only eight carries. Had a nice long run as well in there, 26 yarder, 11.4 per. Eddie Lacy of Green Bay, of course, how they have a legitimate running game now, 110 yards, a touchdown, 4.4 per. But even Starks, James Starks, had a 34 yard run in there, and the fullback Ellison, yeah, Ellison, remember him? He made his first ever NFL touchdown. It was on a catch, a pass from Christian Potter, anyway. <laughs> On a catch. <laughs> uh, I'm losing my mind right now. And of course, that's Rhett Ellison. A 12-yard catch and go to put the Vikings up 20-7. to A very similar score. If you're a college football fan, Gophers and uh, Badgers. I'm not really into college football, but I will follow the Gophers. I want them to succeed, and they've done a lot of that this year. But yesterday, unfortunately, 20-7. to <laughs> Uh, boy, some of the worst offense you've ever seen. Uh, the only reason the Gophers have a touchdown is because there was a pick six in there. Um, but anyhow, I'm not here to talk about the Gophers too much. Congratulations on a strong season, though, that's uh, still going and hopefully can go to a bowl, uh, or uh, a good bowl. Excuse me, they're going to a bowl, but a good bowl. Neither one of these teams is going to any bowl because there's only one bowl in the NFL, and that is the biggest of them all, the Super Bowl. Um, but a uh, great game on the ground overall for Vikings and Packers. Strong game, of course. When it's windy and freezing cold out there, you got to figure there is going to be a lot of running, and there was. There was. Uh, it was good to see. Whew, boy, it's funny. 
NFL fans not really, not really, uh, didn't really have much faith in the Vikings, did they? The picks and odds, as I like to look at this kind of week to week basis. Now it's it's entertaining to look at. They favored Green Bay seventy six to twenty four percent over the Vikings, and in the end, it might as well have been fifty fifty, huh? Ooh, yeah. And I kind of thought it was almost fifty fifty because Aaron Rodgers is not in the game. If Aaron Rodgers was in the game, um. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, the numbers would be pretty uh, lopsided, but um, yeah, uh, it, it was kind of a cool game in a way, just because it's like, man, this is like going back in the day, man. Just watching this happen, it's kind of cool. Like going back to before I was even born. I mean, thirty five years ago, I'm thirty four, so uh, about eight months or so before I was born, the last tie took place, and uh, in Lambeau Field, the same place. It's been fixed up a bit since, renovated, but, um, boy, oh boy, how about, how about, <laughs> it's like, how about them Vikings out there, um, I, I suppose. It, it, uh, it's more or less just the fascination that there was a tie, I guess. That's about, that's the main reason I'm here and excited to talk about this game tonight, without a doubt. So, with that, we're gonna, we're gonna take a break. Uh, not much else to really say, other than it was kind of a, Vikings had the lead, they blew the lead, but uh, were able to get a tie. Uh, Nothing to really be happy about, it's just interesting, I guess. That's about all there is to it. And it was kind of cool to see Adi Cole out there. Uh, It was interesting to see Matt Flynn play well, I suppose. I'm not a Packer fan, if you guys think I am, you're nuts. In fact, they're my least favorite team in, in the NFL, so without a doubt, especially when Aaron Rodgers is in there. So, yeah. All right, I've been rambling long enough. I'm going nuts. We'll be right back right after this. Do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 156, which is a reminder of for those of you out there on your mobile devices, for uh, Apple, you just simply use iTunes. For Android devices, check out Double Twist. Download the Double Twist app. Look up Purple Mafia in the podcast section. And for Microsoft phones, that means Windows phones and BlackBerry phones, search in the store for Purple Mafia and you'll be ready to listen to us whenever you like at your convenience. Got it like that, huh? Um, well, there was some convenience out there for the Vikings. They're all of us, uh, draft catchers, draft chasers. Draft chasers is what we are. Draft chasers. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's not like we want the Vikings to lose. We just want a nice draft pick. That's all. It's, uh, it's like a long-term future thing versus, like, yay, we beat the Packers, you know, without, uh, without Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Which, uh, nobody was pleased today. Packer fans weren't happy because they probably didn't want to lose. Obviously, they want to make the playoffs, I'm sure. And uh, it's looking like they're not going to. Uh, Vikings fans, some of them want to beat the Packers or just want to win every game whenever, even if it's like, even if they're like 2-12, and 12, whatever. 
I still want to win, damn it. You know, there's Viking fans like that. Or there's just people that just want to beat the Packers. So no one was happy with all the above in today's game. It was just a phenomenon. And that's, I guess, the most interesting part of today's game. It was a phenomenon. It was an actual tie. Yeah, didn't hasn't happened in my lifetime yet, but I guess it has now. Yeah, it, it has now. NFC North Roundup. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, before that, I got to get to this other point that I didn't even get to on the previous segment. I was going to... Uh, Greg Jennings is a loser. He he really is. Uh, big drop on a key third down in overtime. Could have helped the Vikings win the game. Um, the object of the players is to still win the game, obviously. They're out there to win the game, regardless of what uh, all of us may want, like a draft pick and everything. The guy doesn't back up, hasn't backed up anything all year with his big mouth. Uh, he, he hasn't been talking as much lately, but the fact that he talked at all... It's just, he looks more and more like an absolute fool. Like like a Mike James in the NBA when he came to the Timberwolves was talking all kinds of stuff and just was basically what Greg Jennings has been this year. Um, very, very semi-productive at best. Dropped a key, again, like I said, dropped a key third down. Sat out last game at the last second with a, oh, his Achilles thing. It really, uh, it really flared up on him on Friday. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think of that. Only two catches, 29 yards, and of course, again, the key drop on third down in overtime. Greg Jennings, <laughs> Tavares Jackson Memorial. Oh, yeah, he's going to get it. Um, yeah, he's the Tavares Jackson Memorial. Fran Tarkenton Award is going to go to, um, uh, I have to give it to him, I guess, Christian Ponder. Okay, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not going to give it to Christian Ponder. I almost did. No, I almost did. <laughs> no, of course. It's, it's the guys on the ground. I'm going to give it to both Adrian Peterson and Toby Gerhardt, who were absolutely outstanding throughout the day. Adrian Peterson and Toby Gerhardt both get the Fran Tarkenton Award. So, um, just got a little ahead of myself. I uh, wanted to... Some Sometimes they don't even get that into the show, just because it's just like, they just keep moving and don't even get to it. Because sometimes... In the past, the Vikings would lose a game like 40-7. to seven. It's like, I don't even want to talk about Fran Tarkenton or Tavares Jackson Awards, but there they are right now. So, the Greg Jennings thing's triggered it right there. Uh, this was a semi-fun game. But, to the NFC North Roundup, let's get to that. Detroit loses to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, so all of us that were... Uh, like, doggone it, I want to keep losing. We could be 2-9. and nine. Uh, The Vikings would actually be tied for first overall on the draft with Jacksonville because everybody won today. Everybody at the bottom of the NFL won today, at least for the most part. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Houston Texans. I still just cannot believe the Atlanta Falcons and Houston Texans are the two worst teams in the league right now, record-wise. Can you believe that? That's crazy. I just can't believe it. Like, uh, if they get a nice draft pick, watch out. Especially the Houston Texans. If they can get a quarterback in there, watch out. Watch out for the Houston Texans and, of course, a new coach. Atlanta, same thing. Maybe they get a really good defensive player or something. Who knows? They don't need a quarterback or receiver. Uh, But whatever. Tampa Bay, though, to the point, wins today. They have their third win of the year, which now would put them behind the Vikings in the draft. So, wow, how about that? Tampa Bay Buccaneers were winless not that long ago. They've won three games now. I'm just very surprised. Jacksonville has two wins now. Uh, just crazy, but yeah, as mentioned, Atlanta and and Houston with only two wins on the year as well. Very, very crazy. Very crazy, very crazy. 
Detroit loses 21-24. Four interceptions by Matthew Matt Matthew Stafford today. Four interceptions out of control. Three touchdowns, four interceptions. Crazy game for him. 26 of 46, 297 yards. I guess a classic Matthew Stafford type of game. Kind of like Carson Palmer, really. It's kind of like a Carson Palmer type of game where it's a lot of everything. A lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of interceptions, and a mediocre uh, uh, completion percentage and a mediocre quarterback rating. Mike Glennon looking all right. Yeah, he did fairly well against uh, the Detroit Lions. Completed one-third of his passes and two touchdowns for about 250 yards. Not a bad game for him. Reggie Bush, very effective again in this game. Not dominant, but very effective. Kelvin Johnson, 115 yards and all that good stuff on seven catches. But an overall crazy game. Not the prettiest thing you ever saw. And Tampa Bay pulls it out, ladies and gentlemen, in Detroit. That is pretty bizarre. Jim Schwartz, you suck. Alright, so now, obviously we don't need to do the Green Bay Packers because they uh, tied with the Vikings. That's the end of that. And now we can jump right into the preview because the Minnesota Vikings play the Chicago Bears in Metrodome slash Mall of America Field next week. Again, for the very last time. It's sad for me. I really like Minnesota and Chicago in the Metrodome. Very classic, but I'm going to like it a lot in whatever we're going to call the new stadium. Uh, Wilf Wilf Stadium or Vike, no, whatever, they're not going to call it that. Uh, Target Stadium, probably, watch. Target Field, Target Center, Target Stadium, watch. Just just watch, it's going to happen. <laughs> Pillsbury Stadium, I don't know, it's going to be something like that. Um, the Bears lose today, yeah. The NFC North was, a, was, uh, was winless today, actually. Yes, it was. Minnesota and Green Bay did not win. Um, they tied. Yeah, okay, I've said that too much, but of course it's just because it's so weird. Chicago hammered today by the St. Louis Rams, 42-21. to 21. Yuck. Um, the Bears, absolute garbage today. Just torched. Torched. Uh, Josh McCown, almost 400 yards passing, though 36 of 47. Good God, Josh McCown, almost 80% completion. Wow, that is just something else. Kellen Clemens, of course, is in there. He's a backup quarterback for St. Louis because, of course, Sam Bradford, ACL, which has now been uh, several weeks ago. Who the heck is Benny Cunningham? Well, he's uh, doing well for the uh, the Rams. Tavon Austin, on a reverse, had a 65-yard touchdown, a reverse, very one of the plays of the whole week this week against the Lions. Just dominated them all day. Tavon Austin, one rush. Of course, again, like I said, a reverse. That was a 65-yard scamper to pay it for the St. Louis Rams, who uh, ate up these, ate up the Chicago Bears in a big way. I just, uh, wow, just, just can't believe it. Can't believe it. Um, very, <laughs> very, very wild game. The Bears not looking good right now. Definitely reeling. Jeez, the, you know, the, a lot of people at one point looked at this. This is one of the best quarterback uh, divisions in football. In fact, maybe the best if only the Vikings had a legit quarterback, which we don't, but he kind of looked like one today. Kind of. Uh, yikes. Now the Bears. Jay Cutler's pretty much been off injured all year. Rodgers is out. Stafford is all over the place. He was He's strong at times, gets a lot of yards, but he's, he, like I said, Carson Palmer-like. 
when he's when he's bad, it's just it's just a mess and it's nasty. And that's what happened to Detroit. Chicago has got McCown, who's kind of kind of like Matthew Stafford this week with lots of numbers, but they're just you know, a little better than that. But uh, still, eh. No Jay Cutler. That's basically what it is. It's like a backup, backup, backup. Ponder's basically a backup. Stafford's a mess. Um, and of course, Green Bay's got. Uh, I guess. I guess it's going to be Matt Flynn now. It was Scott Tozian for a while. <sighs> backup quarter guy back against backup quarterback. St. Louis hammering Chicago. Can't believe it. Um, wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings beat the Bears. Actually, going into next week, I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time. Um, well, I guess, yeah, the Vikings have won a home game this year. <laughs> I barely remember it against the Washington Redskins. Uh, just, I'm almost going senile right now. <laughs> this season is just, it's one of those kind of years that you just look at it and you're like, what the hell happened this year? I mean, it just did we win a game? Uh, we kind of did. This is the strangest season ever, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you just, there's so many things. When, you know, when I get into State of the Vikings and all that stuff, the year in review, it's just going to be like, you know, what the hell happened out there? My goodness. I mean, how do you not fire Frazier and Spielman? How do you not? I just, that's not a knee-jerk reaction. This is the, this is a joke. I mean, you go in with Ponder, he starts really poorly, gets worse and worse. You lose at home to Cleveland, who actually was on a nice little run until their quarterback went down to the ACL. Their new quarterback out of nowhere, the third stringer that it looked like he's going to be a starter of the future. It was like, holy cow. And he has an ACL, but still, losing that game at the time was like, what the bleep? Take out Ponder, put in Castle, he looks okay, then he looks awful, you bring in Josh Freeman, he's like throwing the ball to like uh, ghosts or something, I don't know what he was throwing to. The guy is just like, yeah, they say he has ADHD. It sure looked like it out there, didn't it? No offense again. I mean, a lot of us have stuff. Yeah, we all do pretty much, uh, whatever it is. Um, goodness gracious, what a what a weird year. Of course, yep, Freeman never sees the light of day again. We're forced Fred Christian Ponder ever since. Lose this game, lose that game, lose this way, lose by a million points, barely lose. Um, horrible decision making, horrible, uh, just the, yeah, like the Cleveland game and the Bears game and game after game, horrible coaching up and down the field, offensively, defensively, man on top, horrible, uh, drafting outside of like a couple of really good ones, but mostly bad by Spielman, I guess, which is kind of sad. Um, and then there's a tie game too. It's like, again, it's like, what the hell happened? What, what a weird year. I mean, only this year. Yep, you go into Green Bay, no Aaron Rodgers, and it's a tie. It's like, wow. Um, what are the Vikings going to do with the Bears next week? Both teams are not playing. Well, the Vikings actually had a, by their by their standards this year, had a had an okay game, but of course gave up the gave up a 16 point lead. That's not good at all. You just don't give up 16 point leads in the fourth quarter if you're serious. Um, and they did, and of course Matt Flynn was on an influential run and all that good stuff. What do you make of this game? Uh, like, uh, what, do we win this game? What, what, why don't you guys fill me in on this one? <laughs> I wish you could. Wish somebody could live call me right now. Who's who's going to win this game? Uh, I guess the Bears, I guess. I mean, the Vikings 
aren't better than the Bears, but the way they lost to St. Louis today, my goodness. I mean, jeez. You think you think the Vikings could pass for 400 yards against the against the, the Bears? But then again, Clemens, whatever his name is, in <laughs> Kellen Clemens, only passed for 167 yards and completed 45% of his passes. It's like, what the flip happened here? What a crappy game, man. What a crappy game by the uh, by the Chicago Bears. It's it's a joke. Um, Devon Austin only had one kick return, twenty four yards. So it's not like it was that big of a deal. Um, what the hell? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Not even the special teams. I I don't even know what happened here in this St. Louis game. It's strange, very strange. I guess they just they just beat the Bears, right? And they beat the crap out of them. I'm guessing Chicago is going to win just because um, Christian Conner never puts good game back back to back good games together. At least not this year. <laughs> uh, last year he had a couple of okay games together, but the Green Bay game was his best game last year. Uh, Ponder historically, well, he played okay against the Bears earlier this year. I think, and of course now Christian Ponder for sure is going to start next week. Oh, freaking goody! Um, I think. The Bears win, I guess. I guess the Bears win. It's like one of those, do I have to pick this game type of deals. I guess Chicago rebounds and wins. Um, the Vikings offense is so in and out, I don't even know what to think. I, I really don't. Uh, historically, the Vikings have played very well against Chicago in the Dome. Very well. But it's like, how can you compare this year to others? It's impossible. Generally it is, but still, I mean, at the same time, this year is just so weird, you can't. I guess the Bears win. Um, I'm going to go with 27-24. to 24. It's going to be a very close game, but the Bears pull it out. And the Vikings drop to 2-9-1. and one, And the Bears stay alive and for a possible division championship because Detroit stinks. They're not going to win it. Green Bay's probably not going to get it unless Rodgers comes back and they... Just nearly run the table. Uh, I guess the Bears are going to win. I guess. I I don't know why I'm picking this. I I really don't. The Bears have really blown opportunities. But part of me just has a feeling the Bears are going to have that kind of game in the Dome. Uh, Brandon Marshall, I think he's going to abuse this horrible secondary that continues to get worse because Chris Cook is hurt now. Not that he was going to do anything to stop Brandon Marshall anyway. Um, Martellus Bennett, obviously always a valuable player as well. Earl Bennett, um, Matt Forte, and McCown. Of course, we know what McCown did to the Vikings 10 years ago and, and when he was an Arizona Cardinal. The infamous, no, the Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs call. Can't believe that's 10 years ago. I still remember that like it was yesterday. Man, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, history would tell me, yeah, I mean, all those factors, I think, yeah, with that kind of, uh, those type of receivers, and, of course, McCown, just just the whole vibe I get. Bears win 27-24 and a close one. Um, that, that's the way I see it at this point. I think the prevent defense <laughs> cost the Vikings a win yet again. That's what I think is going to happen. That's what I think is going to happen. So, we will take a break, and we will come back to wrap things up with a abbreviated fan interaction.
And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 156, which again is a reminder for those of you on your mobile devices. Thanks again for checking out the show. Don't forget to tell a friend or two or 40. (laughs) And please, please, if you could, rate us on iTunes. Rate Purple Mafia on iTunes. Give me a nice rate if you like the show. That's a nice way to support things. Please do go on iTunes. Give us a review. Um, nice little four or five star rating and tell us what you like about the show and all that good stuff and I will mention you on air just like I'm going to do now on the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash purple mafia show and of course also the Twitter, we'll wrap things up with that at purple mafia show all one word, lowercase, all that good stuff You'd be uh, just give that a follow, it would be great to interact with those of you out there um, Brent Jacobson was letting me know I made a call in on Friday, so based on this I assume I won't make it into the recording, right? Because I was mentioning how I was like, I'm going to record now, but not taking calls for this episode due to my really busy schedule, but we'll be all good next Sunday Yep. so I was just letting you guys know that yeah, things will be back to normal next week, because the whole lawn cleanup stuff will be all over it's really cool. We're down to the tail end of it. It's uh, I'm very happy about that, without a doubt. Um, so yes, Brent, we will. I will play your uh, call on the next episode. I, I really apologize if it's kind of sort of like time sensitive, but hey, I'm always willing to backtrack a little bit if it's like uh, from you know a previous uh, previous week's game or whatever. There, there's nothing wrong with that. Just a little brief backtracking because I do believe you deserve your airtime on this show. Absolutely. Um, so. As mentioned, to business, to business, yes, let's get to business here. Um, Mark Carlson was saying, uh, this was earlier in the week, not too long ago actually, saying it's cold, I'm whipped from working outside in the wind. Uh-huh, sounds just like, exactly like me, yep. Me and Mark Carlson have a lot in common that way, don't we? We work hard, work outside and all that good stuff. He said, had a nice dinner, but Deion Sanders' ears are flapping again. Pre-game Thursday night football. <laughs> Can't they just have him do short interviews from a long distance without a microphone? <laughs> oh boy, Mark Carlson, not a uh, not a fan of Mr. Deion Sanders. Had to click like on that. That was hilarious. Oh boy. My, um, let's see, here he is. Tony Coleman. Yes, sir. Tony Coleman saying you can't blame the guy, really. There was an article on NFL.com. I also got the alert on my phone because of NFL Mobile, Verizon, Wireless, all that good stuff. Been a customer there since they existed. Back in the AirTouch days, when, you know, back in 99, when AirTouch was uh, still around, they merged with uh, GTE and one other company to form uh, Verizon. Yeah, so, anyhow, uh, <laughs> I'm talking way too weird here. Seeing Jared Allen to depart Vikings in 2014, and, yep, it was an article about how yeah, the possibility does exist. It really does exist that uh, Jared Allen could be out of here, mostly because it's like, well, he's good. He wants to earn the ring, not chase it, but he wants to earn it. But if you're going to be like 2-12, and 12, whatever, you can't really earn earn a championship that way. But, um, yeah, it's one of those deals. Tony Coleman saying he has a good point. A player of his caliber actually wants to, as he says, earn the ring, not just keep chasing it, and that makes sense. Also interesting is that he wants to retire a Viking. It must be a tough decision because he obviously loves Minnesota, but this team is just junk. It'll be years before they can be in position to earn a ring. It'll be really sad to see him go. I've always liked him. I hear you, Tony. It's one of those things where... I keep saying it's one of those things. God. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, a deal where... 
it's like, well, those of you that liked Kevin Garnett, <laughs> I stopped liking him with the Wolves years ago. I just thought his uh, heart was in the wrong place, more and more in the camera than in the than in winning. I, I honestly believe, but um, I'll keep that for Timberwolves explosion in the future. Um, but yeah, see, Jared Allen, I don't think he's about the camera as much as he is about winning. He he's more of a winner, I think, than Garnett. Um, not as uh, consistent as you'd like, but then again, is any defensive end really, though? It is kind of a hot and cold position, isn't it? I mean, one day they get three sacks, the next day they get, like, zero. So it's just like, I don't know. Um, I've always liked him, too, to be honest, for the most part. And a guy like that can help you win a Super Bowl. Like, say you need that sack late in the game, and bam, there it is, and the clock is running, and... Oh my God, we're going to win it all. I can't believe it, like the New York Giants did against the uh, New England Patriots <clears throat> twice. Can't believe it, still. Um, but it's one of those deals where uh, they, I guess they might have to leave. If you want to see them win it all, then maybe they have to. I would have liked to see Jared Allen on the San Francisco 49ers. He could get to go home to California. He's from Chico, California, so... That would have been kind of cool if he was to leave the Vikings. I would prefer he goes there. He almost went to Seattle at one point, but I guess Seattle did not offer what the Vikings were looking for. I mean, imagine if he was on the Seahawks. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that team isn't good enough as it is. Tony continuing saying, I still think about 2009. Oh, I do, too. I do, too, Tony. Oh, man. Oh, man. Check out episode 58 if you guys want to dig into the, the sportsstuff.com archives. I may even give it to some people. You know, I was actually thinking of, again, like I said, uh, not doing the show this week. I was going to give you guys, uh, whoever it was out there, if you wanted me to email you a copy of that show. Like, yeah, just email you the file or whatever for it. Because uh, you can't get it on iTunes anymore because it's just, you know, it's too long ago. But you can look it up on the sportsstuff.com. You'd eventually find it if you keep clicking older, older, older episodes. Uh, to show my emotion uh, after that 2009 game, but uh, and that, that whole season was so much fun. Uh, he was saying, excuse me, he's Tony again saying, I still think of 2009, and if the Vikings couldn't go all the way with that team, will they ever? Yeah, that's a million dollar question there. That was an amazing season with a heartbreaking ending. I'm sure Alan is looking at all the what-ifs after that, and um that was the title of that show. Tony, you may remember that one. And if you do, let me know. Maybe like respond if you could on Facebook about that. The what ifs live on. A lot of people say that was my greatest uh, performance in my 350 shows I've, I've done. Podcasting and combined with Paladino Live, Purple Mafia, Terminals Explosion, and Brave the Wild. Uh, maybe a new one. Uh, <clears throat> that's a secret though. No, nobody knew that. <clears throat> Anyhow, we'll continue. Uh, Mark Carlson saying, Randy Moss, you can't fill in for Howie. No way. No how. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, boy. Dave Hickey, also from Iowa, just like Mark, saying, uh, what's up, Joey? I've been watching this pitiful Viking team blow another lead. It's overtime now, and a true fan should have faith. But this year, it's almost impossible. You and your family have a happy Thanksgiving. That is a silver star. Dave, that is a silver star, because the gold star is going to someone here, but that is a silver star, Dave Hickey. Thank you so much, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Very, very much appreciated, Dave. Love it. Brent Jacobson saying, Skull Vikings, let's lose this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first pick. 
Then get a quarterback, Rock'em Sock'em. Oh, I gotta click. Fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, let them run up the score. You'll hear us yell for Bridgewater. V-I-K-I-N-G-S. Go Vikings, let's lose. <laughs> well, it kind of rhymed. Oh, that's funny. That was, that was funny. It was funny. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. We'll give you a bronze star. We can, we can, we can give you a bronze, bronze star for that, Brent. We can give you a bronze star. <clears throat> Last comment on the Facebook page. Tony Coleman says, with either team, if they had deserved the win, they would have. Neither team earned it, so neither team got it. The Vikings held their own through the first three quarters and then left the building. The Packers decided to show up late and couldn't close the deal. At least we would have the comfort in knowing that our most heated rivals are no better or worse than us today. That is kind of cool when you think about it. Uh, It's little consolidation. Many Vikings fans' frustrations are coming close to boiling over. That's for sure. That is for dang sure. We'll continue here. He's saying, here's an interesting tidbit. The Vikings and Packers ended a tie in Green Bay on November 26th. 1978. Man, that is back in the day. I really wish I could have seen that, too. I, I wish I could have been around to see it. Uh, Mark Carlson, I'm sure, did see it. Uh, maybe comment on that, Mark, on the Facebook page if you, I'm sure you're listening. I, I, I hope. I hope. <laughs> he says, two days short of 35 years ago. Yeah, I, I, I wish I could have seen it, you know. There was something about today, working outside in that clearness today. It just reminded me of, it just reminded me of like way back in the day. You know, it really did. I don't know what it is, but something about it made me think of way back in the day. <sighs> yeah. So, um, I, I don't know why. It just, it just had this old school look to it. It was a really nice day out there. Um, and that, uh, that's what I like about the cold. It's, um, it's cold out, but it looks really pretty, especially when it's clear out. Um, so yes, <laughs> for all you had to say there, Tony. That is absolutely deserving of this week's Gold Star. Yes, sir. Congratulations, Tony. It is Gold Star time. I believe he's gotten a few in the past. It's been a little while, but yeah, not nothing wrong with anything you said, though, on there. It's just, uh, you know, I like to pass it out. I like to, you know, yeah, I pass it out here and there. Good comments here and there by everybody. Coleman's got a lot of, he's got some silvers and bronzes out there. So, very, very cool. Thank you for that, Tony. And uh, he already was saying thank you for the gold star because he knew it was coming. (laughs) I told him on the Facebook page. Dave Martin, definitely a guy who's always worthy of gold star material. He's saying, uh, good good podcast as always. Like your weather forecast. Was it for Scotland? Because it's bang on, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, so it must be all over the place there, too. Just like here where I was making fun of the situation. Oh, man. You know, I like talking about the weather at times, even though that a lot of people see that as like some geeky way of like uh, someone that doesn't really have anything to talk about. But me, I actually really, I don't know. If it's nice out, I really enjoy it. So uh, if it's sunny, I really like that, even if it's cold. Uh, Dave's saying, I like your take on Cook and Ponder needs to go along with the general manager. Last 45 games, won 15. Yeah. 42 games, they've won 15. Rubbish. Need to start again and fast. I'm with you. I I would fire Rick Spielman, guys. I would fire Rick Spielman because if he's if he has anything to do with this force feeding Christian Ponder on us, he has to go. And if there's any any hint that Rick Spielman 
wants to go through this offseason in this draft without taking a quarterback and saying, let's give Ponder one more year, Rick, you can go to you-know-where. You are out of here, buddy, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. That's one man's opinion, and I'm sure there's more out there, but that's up to you guys. Dave, again, saying last four games last season fooled a lot of us. I hoped for the same again. Percy and AP made that happen. Number 12, we get this. Mm-hmm. Last post from Dave Martin says, how does he say this? Uh, God, is it God says? Gotta say, I'm mad as hell. 15 wins in three seasons f- for this franchise. Great franchise is a total disgrace on the front office and the coaches. Yes, sir. It really is. <laughs> uh, Sal Spice is saying, <laughs> Sal Spice saying, Bleep Wisconsin. That was, of course, after that Gopher game yesterday. She was talking about squirting cheese in people's eyes. <laughs> cheese whiz in people's eyes. Yep, it's just she hates the he hates Wisconsin. Yes, yes. Obviously, uh, yeah. How can you like the Badgers? How can you? Brent Jacobson at Brent for Liberty saying Skull Vikings. Yep, he was doing the same song. Skull Vikings. Let's lose this game. <laughs> Get that first pick. Um. D. Fry posting something from, uh, was it to all of us saying, go Vikings, oh yeah, he was saying, go Vikings, stupid Packers. He was posting it to uh, Antonio Fett, uh, Antonio Carlson, Antonio Fett, to myself, Pullets and, <laughs> and others. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for that. I'm sure you hate the uh, the Packers as well. Of course, Bears always do. Dylan Richardson sure hates them, and he's a Bears fan as well. So, man, I'm surprised. This show's about as long as the, the others lately. That's weird, but, um, well... <laughs> It's Purple Mafia. It is what it is, guys. And I've, I've always got a lot to say, I suppose. And so do you as well. Thank all of you for posting. Really appreciate everything that was said. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, uh, yeah. I'm going to give another silver. I'm going to give a second silver star to Dave Martin. Dave Martin deserves at least a second silver star. He's just so good, you know, always so good, always has a lot to say. Never stop, Dave, never stop. Love what you have to say, without a doubt. So, two silver stars this week, very crazy. I'm so generous, aren't I? (laughs) I'm kind of weird, but, and I'm I'm in a weird mood, and I'm uh, tired, but hyper. It's kind of weird, a lot to, just, when when I get tired, I just go and go and go, don't I? Hmm. I don't know how I pulled that off tonight, but uh, trust me, I'm running on fumes right now, but sometimes I'm at my best when I'm like that. Some of my shows back in 2009, I was running on fumes, folks. I'm telling you, I really was. Episode 58, I was running on fumes. So if you want to check it out sometime, go for it. The what-ifs live on. But there's no what-ifs right now. It's just a tie. So we'll see what happens with the Vikings and Bears next week. It's going to be emotional to see that little uh, matchup never be played again in the Dome. But, um, well... The world's always changing, isn't it? For better and certainly for worse. (laughs) Thanks again, everybody. We'll be back next week. Until then, stay warm, stay dry, and happy Thanksgiving. God bless you all.